BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Legit Bat Season 3, Episode 2. I, I guess officially Episode 2, since we did a weird... A bonus episode, episode yesterday. Episode without me and Ben, but with two other drunk people and on mushrooms. It was so. great. I'm sure. I, allegedly. All alleged. <laughs> actually a lot of fun to listen to. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. I'm Joe. This is my wife, Jen. Hi. And Ben's over there on my screen. Uh, if up, you're Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> if you are listening on the free feed, which means Spotify, iTunes, any of those other ones, we have a video channel. It's not YouTube, because fuck them. It's rokfin.com slash legitbat, and you can see our wonderful pretty faces. And by that, I mean Jen's pretty face. and oh, whatever. Ben's retard face. <laughs> and my ben looks so pretty right now. disappearing oh. into my green screen. Look at this. Yeah, I'm well, like half Why do you all wear green? It's silly. I don't. I didn't even think about it. I just put a shirt on. I don't know. It's Sunday. It's cool. Uh, if you want to join Patreon, we have extra episodes on there. Ben's looking really weird on the screen right now. Uh, it's patreon.com slash legitbatpodcast. You see, I didn't even skip a beat there. I'm getting good at this. You're getting really good at it. Yeah, That's know. because you had to hard reset uh, your English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, speak uh, it English. But we have a double header today, so we got to get the fuck out of here and get ready for that show. It's Dr. Mm-hmm. Joseph Farrell, if you want to hear him. You're probably familiar. If you're listening to this show or any of the other shows in this genre, you should know who that guy is. But that should be an interesting one. So I'm going to try to stay halfway sober for him. Ooh. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Back here with Micah Dank again, doing the Book of Revelation. What do you got, Micah? How are you, first of all? Good. How are you guys doing? Fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got to tell you, that beard is just coming along. Are you putting oils in it and manicuring it? I This grew overnight. Oh, you're one of those hairy bastards, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Some people you're would kill to be able to do that. My beard looks like you're shit. With this beard... That I'd be hairy all over, but no. <laughs> Only hairy where it matters. 
Completely shaved from the head down. <laughs> <laughs> like a swimmer. Makes you fast. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're getting into the book of Revelation. Um, is this going to be, I mean, obviously your specialty is the astrotheology angles. Does that, I guess I'm just going to let you do the talking because I'm really curious to see where this goes. Because there's a lot of people talking about book of Revelation, especially the last year. So to see from your you know viewpoint of the astrotheology part is going to be interesting. And if you're listening on the audio only, go to rockfin.com slash legit bat. And uh, there's a whole... Mike has got a whole presentation pulled up here if you want to see what he's uh, showing you or talking about. Hold on. I have to open up another one. Do it. It's not very often we get somebody who has an actual like PowerPoint presentation pulled up. It's awesome. I don't think we've ever had that. Have we? No, we had Corey show us ah. a couple, oh, yeah, couple that's slides, true. but Some this is like JFK a whole stuff? Like, legit-ass Holocaust thing. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so cool. we're going to go through the 12 signs first, okay? Do it. <clears throat> so Aquarius is represented by the man with the water pitcher. And I've done this with you guys before. I've gone over the 12 signs, but... It's always good like to refresh. New, yeah, new uh, refresher, yeah. So the man with the water pitcher, anytime you hear this, the word man or son of man or fountain or baptism, because this is exactly how you baptize someone, um, or running waters or stream, they're talking about Aquarius. Then Pisces is the sign of the two fish in the water. Then Aries is the ram, and in Aries you have March 21st, which is the spring equinox. It's a 12-hour day, 12-hour night. And it's also when the Jews celebrate Passover, which is Egypt, the which is God passing over Egypt and killing all the firstborn sons of the Egyptians. Uh, it was the 10th plague, and it was what finally got Moses to get everybody out of there. Uh, in astrotheology, the Passover is when the sun literally passes over the spring equinox in March 21st. Uh, in Christianity, the passing over is changed, and it's called the resurrection of God's son. See, Passover and Easter both take place in Aries. Then Taurus is the bull, and when you look in the sky and you see Taurus during the season where it's supposed to be, you know that you need to put the plow on the bull so that you can plant the seeds so that you can harvest in Virgo and Libra. So anytime you hear the word bull or calf or cow, they're talking about Taurus or ox, for example. Gemini is the twins. That's Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. Then Cancer is the crab, and it's the sideways-moving creature. The crab walks like this, which we don't. It walks back and forth like that. Um, the reason Cancer is the crab is because in Cancer, you have June 21st. On December 25th, the sun rises a degree a day on its axis every single day until it hits June 21st to, at its height, which is the summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. And then it drops a degree. Well it gets to june 21st and then for three days the sun walks sideways it stays at that height and then on june 25th it drops a degree and then it continues to drop a degree every single day until it hits december 21st which is the winter solstice where the sun doesn't rise on its axis anymore and then it walks sideways for three days so they used to say that the sun was dead on december 21st oh we just lost ben um yeah so december 21st um the sun doesn't rise on its axis. And then for three consecutive days, it doesn't. So that's where you get God's sun was dead for three days. 
then Leo is the king, is a lion, it's the king of the jungle. The ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. So when you're talking about the kingdom of heaven on earth, you're talking about the sun being in Leo because it's in its home. Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. And remember when you said that you plant in Taurus? Well, the reason Virgo is a virgin holding a wheat stalk is because the virgins would cultivate the wheat in Virgo in order to make bread for the year. So whenever you hear the word seed or, um, or bread or wheat or barley or grain, things of that nature, or young woman or virgin, they're talking about Virgo. Then Libra is the justice. It's the scales. It's the balance. It's the just one. And the reason it's the justice is because it judges God's son as it passes over the fall equinox and begins its descent into winter, into cold, into death. Okay. So whenever you hear the word judgment, judging, judge, you know, law, tax, things of that kind of nature, they're talking about Libra. Libra is also a wine season. So whenever you hear grapes or wine or... I don't know, vineyard, vine, things of that nature. They're talking about Libra. Libra is also olive season. So whenever you hear about Jesus going to the Mount of Olives, it's metaphorically talking about him going to Libra. Okay, so all that is Libra. Then Scorpio is the scorpion, and he's known as the betrayer. When a scorpion bites you, it leaves an imprint in your skin that looks like a pair of lips. So you would remove the scorpion and it looks like a kiss okay but it's full of poison so that's the betrayal and it's where the mafia gets their kiss of death from so the sun is judged in libra and it's betrayed in scorpio finally in sagittarius this is where the bow and the arrow shoot the sun and inflict further punishment on the sun so whenever you hear the four horsemen or things of that nature you're, they're talking about sagittarius okay there's four horsemen Okay, the horseman is Sagittarius. Sagittarius has December 21st, which is when it dies, when the sun dies. So anytime you're talking about death, it's in Sagittarius. You have four gospels, okay? Jesus dies in four gospels. That's why there's four horsemen, four Sagittarius. He dies four times. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Then finally is Capricorn, is the goat, because if you look at the zodiac wheel, Capricorn's at the bottom and it starts to climb up the mountain just like the goats climb up the mountain. So that's the, uh, that's my presentation. What did you guys think? That's awesome. <laughs> I loved it. That's awesome. All right. Let's get into it for real, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Revelation. Let me just maximize this. Hold on. You see this now? Yep. Yeah. All right. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were like a blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. Among the lampstands was someone like the Son of Man. This reference is Aquarius, as I mentioned, the Son of Man or the Sign of the Man. Okay? With the golden sash around his chest. It's a metaphor for the sun actually being an Aquarius. So you have the Son of Man, and then the golden sash. The sun is golden, so it's around his chest. So you see, you see the metaphor there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hair on his head was white like wool, which comes from sheep or a ram, referencing Aries. His eyes were like a blazing fire. Now it's talking about the blazing sun in Aries. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. This reference is Aquarius again. Remember the rushing waters? Mm -hmm. 
In his right hand, he held seven stars. This is literally speaking of the Pleiades. Okay, the Pleiades are known as the Seven Sisters. The Seven Stars. Isn't that where a bunch of aliens come from, too? (laughs) There's been a lot of channelers that channel from that region. It's almost cliche at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Revelation 4-7. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. This references the four cardinal. I shouldn't say cardinal because cardinal means something else, but these are the four fixed signs of the zodiac. The first is lion, Leo. The second is ox, Taurus. The third had a face like a man, Aquarius. And the fourth is like a flying eagle. The sign Scorpio can also be represented by an eagle. See, the scorpion is the belly crawling creature, right? It's the lowest form of life on earth. But in astrology, its evolved form is the eagle. Okay, everyone who's in astrology knows this. The eagle is the highest flying creature on earth. Okay, so it evolves into that. And then once it's the eagle, it evolves into the phoenix. And the phoenix is the story of Jesus. It's a flaming ball, just like the sun, like just like Jesus is the son of God. It's a flaming ball that dies and is reborn from its ashes. So these are the four fixed signs. So you have the zodiac wheel. The solstices and the equinox make a perfect cross through the zodiac wheel. These signs make an X like this through that cross so it's a perfect alignment and they're the them being the fixed signs being they're fixed in their seasons then one of the revelation 5 5 then one of the elders said to me do not weep see the line of the tribe of judah the root of david has triumphed he's able to open the scrolls and its seven seals this mentions that jesus christ the son of god also the lion of judah or leo the son rules the planet of leo is able to open the scrolls and the seven seals again Revelation 6.1, I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures in a voice like thunder saying, come. The lamb of God, the sun has opened the first seal while in Aries. Do you know why the first seal has to be opened in Aries? Nope. No. The first is Ben. Okay. Yeah, he's trying to get back on. He's been having problems with his internet. He's been having, yeah, internet connection issues. He might have to join with his phone, but he'll be here. Yeah bad man all right so anyway uh, i mean not really but um <laughs> so no, sun has opened the first seal while in aries the first seal has to be an opened in aries because aries is the first sign of the zodiac it's the beginning of the year okay the ancients used to celebrate it on march 1st or or, or, or march 21st they used to celebrate the new year then okay if you look at september october november december or sept oct no deck Okay, that's seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that lines up perfectly when you start the year in Aries. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah. it used to be in Aries because it doesn't really make sense why September, October, November, December being their root words are seven, eight, nine, ten, or the ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth month. Right. Why is that? Right. Do you know why? Did they create yes, extra months? They ch- they changed the calendar. Okay. Well, here he is. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just going to keep going. So Revelation 6-2. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. Do you guys have any idea? Uh, Sagittarius. There you go. Before the lamb stood Sagittarius, the white horse. Its rider with a bow and arrow. Sagittarius is where the sun dies. And I already explained to you the four horsemen thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Revelation 6-6. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, 
two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages and do not damage the oil and the wine. Well, the wheat and the barley is Virgo, right? As I've mentioned before. And the oil, as I've mentioned, is Libra and the wine is Libra too. Those are neighboring signs. Virgo and Libra are neighboring signs. When you decode this kind of stuff, it's always going to be the neighboring sign or the cross sign. It's always going to be like that. Like across the board, it's every time you've done this? Yeah, across. Yeah, this is the pattern. That's how you know it was done on purpose. Huh. If, if there was no rhyme or reason to it, if it just talked about like twins and Gemini, and then it just talked about like the scorpion, you know, those don't make sense. But when they talk about the twins and then they talk about the horsemen in order, then you know they're cross signs. And that's why they were done on purpose. Revelation 6, 12. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red. And the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken from a strong wind. The sun turned black like a sackcloth made of goat hair. The moon turned blood red. Figs dropped from a fig tree. Goat is Capricorn and it's black because Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn, which is known as the black planet. The Jews wear the black cube on their head when they pray. Okay. Oh, yeah. that, represents, that represents Saturn worship. The Muslims walk around the Kaaba in Mecca. Okay. The giant black cube. Okay. The moon turned blood red as it's directly across from Capricorn's cross sign is Cancer, <laughs> whose real planet is the moon. Bless you. Thank I you. Think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Huh. First time figs are good to eat are in June or Cancer. The second time they are good to eat is from August to October, which is basically Libra. So quick side trail real quick. What the hell is with all the black cube shit? Because I've heard so much about that. And I, I know the cube comes from the hexagon on the top of, of the... You know, the weird, like, cloud formation, whatever makes that hexagon. Oh, yeah. It's like a flat box. But why Why do they – what's the fascination the about, with that? The thing about the cube is is when you unpack a cube, you get a cross. Oh, Have you right, ever yeah. unpacked the box before? Yeah. From, like, yep. Home Depot? Yeah, yeah. And it turns yeah. into a cross. The That's amount of spaces once yeah. you undo it. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that, Ben. But why did uh, they? Why are they so fascinated with that? And why is that like their god? Like I, I don't understand it. Because the Saturn used to be much different in the sky than it is now. They used to say it was a lot closer. It used to be like our second sun, even. Um, yeah, I've heard that. The, the rings, the rings of Saturn. It's why you wear a wedding ring, because you 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 vow to your wife or your husband before the god Saturn. It's why you wear earrings. Women wear earrings. Well, I mean, men wear them now. Women used to only wear earrings. It used to only be women. Women would wear earrings because they were told to listen to their god. So they would wear the rings for Saturn's rings. Huh. So. Oh, Ben's chat. Oh. Oh, wow. Ben still says he has a several second delay. That's fucking crazy. I don't know what's going on with his internet. That sucks. We've never had a problem before the last like week or something. Yeah. It's always All something right. to Ben. Always something. We get it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Micah. <laughs> Just continue okay, on, Micah. Yeah, he'll, it's he'll okay. To it. <laughs> Revelation 7-4. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed. 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. Have you guys ever heard this passage? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Seems like and seems like a pretty uh, significant number. Twelve times twelve. Yeah. Yes, and you know that there are religious people that think that only one hundred and forty-four thousand people are going to go to heaven. 
Sounds like some Georgia Guidestone shit. I was told that when I was young <laughs> at church, and I was like, whoa, that's a very small number. I, I don't say, think I'm going to be in there. It's pretty a scary as a child. burn forever in hell, you shit. Do that in church? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that when I was young and thinking, oh, my gosh, there's no way my family and I are going to be in that number. I was scared. I was little. The ratio is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> Let me decode that for you and explain to you. You guys familiar with the chakras? Have you heard of the chakras before? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm always playing with my chakras. <laughs> <laughs> All day long. Jesus. Don't, don't, don't take the mantle from Ben, please. <laughs> um, all right, ready? You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There are seven chakras. The root has four petals. The sacral has six. The solar plexus has 10. The heart has 12. The throat has 16, which equals 48. The third eye chakra is represented by 96 and only has two petals because it's two times as powerful as the lower chakras so 48 times two is 96 the crown chakra is 1000 times more powerful than the lower six chakras when you add the lower six you get 96 plus 48 equals 144 and multiply that by the thousand for the crown chakra you get your 144,000. so what it's basically saying is, is that when all your chakras are activated that's when you go to heaven that's when you get to see god wow fucking what Wow. That's what Do they explain means. how to activate all of them? or? I'm glad you're sharing this uh, visually so that I can, like, my dumb brain can read and listen <laughs> yeah. so that I can kind of, like... Visual ha- learners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's important to know, too, that Christ is Christos in Greek. And Christos means oil. Okay? <clears throat> you know what congealed oil is? It's uh, lard. Like fat? Right. Yeah. We have Christos, lard, Christ... Lord, you see how that works? It's just a oh. plan word, huh? So they're worshiping fucking Crisco. They're worshiping fat. Literally Crisco. <laughs> I was oh, thinking Crisco. Sacred <laughs> oil that goes into your pineal gland. Is yeah. that what they that's always did? Don't they have that? Jacob's ladder is your spine. That's your thirty-three mm-hmm. vertebrae. That's why thirty-three is a oh. secret number in everything. Yeah. Okay. That's why Jesus died at thirty-three. You guys know why Jesus? Um. How do I put this? Why Jesus disappeared at 12 and came back at 30? Oh, I remember this being asked before. Uh, I think we went over it mildly. I don't think we really got into it, though. Okay. Do you know what happens at 12 in the Jewish religion? Your balls drop. You become bar mitzvahed. Exactly. Okay. And then what happens is you go and you learn and you grow up a little bit. But they used to say this goes back to Saturn, too. The ancient, because the Jews go back to Saturn worship, they used to say that the you are not able to teach until Saturn comes back to where it was when you were born. And do you know how long that takes? How long? No. 30, 30 years. Huh. That's why he disappears at 12 and comes back at 30, because now he's allowed to teach. Huh. What the fuck? But yeah, I just I hope you're not worried about the hundred and forty four thousand anymore. I'm not. No, I'm not worried about most of the Bible anymore. I'm not worried about anything in the Bible being real. Is that why didn't the Jewish people have that thing where they like anoint your forehead with oil too? You just reminded me of that with the pineal gland and the Christos oil thing. They used to like anoint their forehead or something. Yeah, that's basically what a baptism is too. Oh yeah. Mm. 
Jen, when you said out of the 144,000 that you didn't think your family would make it in, I was like, I don't think our odds have gotten any better. <laughs> yeah. No, the odds have just gotten worse uh, as it goes in the, on. In the church, in the church, in the in the Mormons or the Latter Day Saints, they believe that it's 144,000 and it's pre-known. So there's nothing you can do on Earth that could. Oh, predestination, right? Yeah. But that's this is what doesn't doesn't this make more sense than believing only 144,000 after 150 billion people have ever been on Earth go to heaven? <laughs> Yes, this makes yeah, because like way would more it be sense. only one hundred and forty-four thousand people that currently exist, or are they pulling well, people. They describe from the past? all the tribes too. They say twelve thousand from this tribe, twelve thousand from this tribe, and they name all the tribes. And I was like, oh, my name's not there. Like, I don't know any of those. Uh oh, people. I'm not Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even kill a goat on the Sabbath or anything, or whatever day they're supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, but Mormons also think that they're gonna like fly away in a spaceship or some weird oh. shit. So yeah, that's an interesting we religion. Just came too. to America. Uh, I'm, not, you, I'm not really sure what they what all they believe. I haven't read their plates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not authorized. Yeah, okay. it's all good. Revelation okay, go nine three, and out of the smoke, locusts came down on the earth, and they were given power like that of the scorpions on earth. You want to take a guess at that one? Um, locusts. What I don't. Which one would be not locusts? locusts. Scorpions. Oh. oh, scorpions would be Scorpio, oh, okay. obviously. I was yes. looking too deeply yeah. into it. Sorry. Yeah, I was trying to think where the locusts would come in, too. I was like, that's the fall. So is that Virgo? They like, suck. I don't know. That's all I know. <laughs> the locusts, Revelation 9 7, the locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their head, they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their teeth were like, I mean, their hair was like woman's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. Their tails were, they had tails with stingers like scorpions. The locusts look like Sagittarius, the horse, right? They wore hmm. a crown of gold or the sun is in Sagittarius. It's another metaphor. Sagittarius is the man on the horse with the bow and arrow. Their faces resembled human faces. That's Aquarius, the sign of the man. Their teeth are like the teeth of lions. That was Leo. They had stingers like scorpions. You see how every book that I do with you guys is basically the same code? Yeah. yeah. Different story, same fucking story. <laughs> But it's not really like a story. It's just all hidden code. It doesn't seem to. What's the meaning of it? It's hidden That's information. It's hidden actually because. Oh, he's lagging. He's getting pissed too. Oh, that's okay. That sucks. Come back to that, Ben. It's okay. Revelation 12.1, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. <coughs> She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign of... Uh, what about now? Is it coming out? <laughs> You're going to have to listen to this afterwards because that was fucking funny sounding. Uh, I can hear you though, yeah. Oh, and now you're frozen. Anyway, continue, Micah. Continue, sorry. I give him like five minutes before he turns into Charlie Day and just starts throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen. Yeah. All right, oh, man. let me read this one again, because have you heard of the woman with the dragon? Do you remember that, Jan, in church? Yes. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and the crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns on its head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. In church, did they teach you that this was literally happening in the sky? No, they didn't talk about everything literally. Um, 
actually went back and read Revelation my, myself, but I was very young. I was probably 10 or 11 years old, and I read it twice in a row back to back to try to figure it out. But in my little head, I was kind of like thinking, wow, this is going to be some crazy shit because no, I did think it was going to happen. All this stuff was going to be literally happening yeah. when Jesus came I mean, back. they didn't like, teach it, wait, but which that's what I thought. Is this happening? Is it the ugly ass Lucas <laughs> people coming first? Or is Sounds like reptilians, I mean, honestly, or something like that. Sounds pretty alien. <laughs> Sounds like aliens. You're ready, to, you're ready to see how simple the lady with the dragon is? Yeah. Is it Virgo? Sign appeared. Ah, there you go. The sun is in Virgo with the moon under her feet, okay? If the sun is in a sign, the moon is directly under it. So... We have a 24 hour day, right? The sun spends two hours in each day. There's 12 signs that makes the 24 hour day. You with me so far? Yes. Okay. Virgo is the eighth sign. Okay. So if you multiply two hours times eight sign, you get 1600, you get 16 or 1600 o'clock, which makes it 4 p.m. So the sun would be in Virgo around 4 p.m. That would be still the daytime. So if the sun, is in Virgo, the moon would be at her feet because the moon would be down if the sun is up and vice versa. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, and I remember, I think you said before about the tail that it goes like basically a third of the way across the sky. So I get that part, but why does it say it flung them to the earth? Is that Metaphor. another encoding? It's, it's okay. part of a storyline. That's all it is. It, these are deeply encoded metaphors. You have to think of everything like a metaphor. Okay? This... A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, a clothed with the sun. That's a metaphor for the sun being in that sign. Right. Yeah. And an enormous red dragon appeared. The constellation Draco is the dragon whose tail goes from Aries to Sagittarius or one third of the stars out of the sky. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. Doesn't this just make more sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes more sense than any preacher I've ever listened to. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it makes sense that she's clothed in sun because you wouldn't see the constellation because the sun is in the way. So the constellation's still there. Yeah. And the sun is like, you can say that she's clothed in the sun. I get that. Okay. And uh, Joe, you can call me preacher if you want. Oh, I will. You're more of a pastor than me than anyone <laughs> I grew up with. So. For Revelation sure. 13.2. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like a lion. There's a constellation called Camelopardalis, which is in Gemini. It can be referenced to a camel, Camelos, or a leopard, Pardalis. The giraffe used to be called the camel leopard. Okay, so that's what Camelopardalis is, is the camel leopard. So I thought you were saying Camilla Harris. I, I did too. <laughs> Sorry. So the beast represents Camelopardalis, but had the feet of a bear. That's Ursa Major and Ursa Minor representing the great bear and their cubs. So you see how this is just encoded star metaphors for the stars that they knew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just trying to figure out why they took such great lengths to encode all this stuff when it's just because this is literally the it's just the fucking this stars. Is the, tell you why. This is the hidden knowledge. This is the important knowledge that you needed to find. If we dropped back to a cataclysm and, and, and we ended up being in the food chain again, hunting and gathering uh, in caves again, Right. If there was like a nuclear explosion and we had to start from the beginning. OK. Finding God would be low on that list. OK. We right. would need to know how to survive. We would need to know how to make fire, which plants we can eat, which ones are poisonous. We would need medicine. We would need uh, we would need to hunt. We would need to know when to plant. OK. That's in Taurus. We would need to know when to harvest. That's in Virgo and Libra. They didn't have calendars, clocks, watches, smartphones, any of that shit. Okay, so they had to look at the stars 
with no star, with no light pollution, they can look at the stars and be like, ah, okay, now I see the bull. Now I know I need to plow. That's because what I, that, yeah. Because starve to death. You had to know when winter was coming too. That makes a lot okay. more sense, especially for ancient knowledge that they would be, it's like their calendar book. Like they're like, this is what you do on these days. Yeah. And obviously, like you said, back when there's no It's like the no farmer's almanac of the, you know, yes. olden days. It's an yeah, cause farmer's almanac. That's all the Bible is. When you go out it's into the Bible mountains and shit or go camping. And it was, it was the most sacred information, too. You have to understand that. It was the most sacred information. And what do you do with sacred information? Well, the elites corrupt it and hide it, right? That's what they do. You know, anytime you have any sacred information, you know, the government takes over. And then know? turns turns it into a way to make money. <laughs> well, so they hit it funny, this way. I, I think it's funny that you said, you know, it's it's encoded because the more that you explain it and then give us the correlation between literally the words on the page to the constellations the more i'm like it's not really encoded i think we're all just kind of retarded because we kind of lost what it was that everybody used to believe so simply at the beginning of every podcast i go through the 12 signs and tell you what to look for once you like let's see here then i saw a second beast coming out of the earth it had two horns like a lamb but it spoke like a dragon you guys want to do this on your own is that aries Aries is the lamb, okay, and what's the dragon? And Draco, yeah. Exactly. See, like, I give this to you, and, and you guys can do this now. When you yeah. read the Bible, you can see things for yourself now. You just have to you just have to know the constellations. Now, it's important to know that at the time the Bible was written, both the Old and the New Testament, they we, we now know there's 88 constellations in our little section of the universe, right? There's 12 zodiac signs, and, and that's part of the 88 constellations. But at the time, they only knew 48, so there's going to be some that were missing. Okay? Oh, but yeah. Saturn was different back in the day, too. We had a different northern star. It was just, there was different things that they show. Um, it is interesting to me, though, that after all those years, we still see the constellations in a very... Uh, predictable pattern every fucking single year. Like, it never changes. And that's what the Bible tells you literally. The Bible will literally tell you openly. It says, and and God appointed the stars, and they will not transgress one another. They will always be in their appointed order. It will always be, you know, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Taurus. It'll never go out of that order. It will it's always almost, be that order. It's almost like we're not flying through space at 400,000 miles an hour. Or yeah, whatever. I was going to say, if the universe is the way that, you know, we're taught in science class and We should be seeing wildly it, different stars Yeah, it right should now. change, and this shouldn't make sense. We shouldn't be able to find these in the sky anymore, especially if Saturn changed, too. I know, that's not Honestly, a flat Earth that's... plug. I'm no. just saying there's something <laughs> fucking going on. I'm not on. saying that at all. I'm not this was, Ben. I'm... <laughs> Joe, sorry. <laughs> sorry, bud. Quiet, man. Come on, jump in. I, I, I never know when my shit's gonna start going weird. I know, me, but so that's, I just am kind, dude, that's what's like funny though. Show, which is really right, hard for me. The last time gonna, you did it, it was fucking ben, funny. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do, Ben. Every time you freeze up, Joe's gonna eat a mushroom. Okay. <laughs> oh Jesus, no. no. We'll take that's turns. Please no. <laughs> I have another show tonight. Please no. <laughs> that will be yeah, right. a wildly different episode by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll get weird. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like fun. last night's episode with Seth and Murph. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway. Revelation eighteen thirteen. Cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep. Horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. 
Wine and oil is September or Libra. Flour and wheat is Virgo, the wheat stock. Cattle and sheep are Taurus, the cattle, and sheep, Aries. Horses are Sagittarius, and human beings are the sign of Aquarius. Isn't it obvious? Is it doesn't like when you have this? Mm -hmm. Isn't it like really easy to read? Yeah. It's like having it's like having the key to a cipher. It's like if I were to just have mm -hmm. this laid out on a page for me, I could then go read certain parts of it and go, "All right, what does the cipher say?" And then as soon as I did, I'd be like, "Oh fuck, I get exactly what they're talking about." Well, it is interesting though, because yeah, I, the more that you show this, like every time you come on, like there's some stuff we're familiar with already, but every time right. you break down a new one, it's like. Oh my God, it's fucking everywhere. And uh, Corey brought it up in the Discord the other day, talking about the why behind a lot of this stuff. And actually, it doesn't really matter the why behind this. It, do you that answer was fine with me that they're encoding the stars because that's a survival guide. It's like a survival guide for humans. Like, yeah, uh, it's lasted this long already. No, 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 but and if we get they down didn't to really encode it. They spelled it out for us. That's the thing that I keep coming back to. Is that what blows well, my now, mind is the fact that it's not encoded. It's just spelled out for us, and for whatever reason, we got to a point in our society where we were like, yeah, that's not what they're talking about. These are supposed to be real events. Well, and that's why like, the church, no. though, totally, like, talks shit on astrology, though. They're like, no, this is bullshit. Like, astrology's fake and dumb yeah, and awful. It. Oh, it's a So sin. that's why it's, yeah. like, code, though, because they're like, no, that's... All right, fine, you can think astrology is evil, and we're going to encode it in this Bible that you worship, and you'll never know what it really means. Because you're literal and crazy. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, we cut you off. Can I go over this with you real quick? Let me show you this. Dude, show us whatever you got. My green screen. That depends. You can show us it as long as you keep wearing that V-neck. <laughs> you were you weren't lying about Ooh, not Armani. having hair down there though. I wasn't lying about what? About yeah. not having hair down there. You got a like hair. A little baby. <laughs> no, he just sits there and squeezes, and it all comes out his face. <laughs> like Play-Doh my chest how the hell do you think I fit into this shirt dude I do the same thing too I bick, I bick my shit uh -oh. whoa green screen oh. I know I'm trying to oh, fix no. my green screen is being all weird my shirt was... oh it's because my shirt has green on it that's why never mind sorry carry on <laughs> yeah Joe check out my hat watch look at this ready ready guys oh weird yeah yes. dude, dude Roman Catholic Catechism 2116 all forms of divination are to be rejected, recourse to Satan or demons, conjuring up the dead or other practices falsely supposed to unveil the future. Consulting horoscopes, astrology, palm reading, interpretation of omens and lots, the phenomena of clairvoyance and recourse to mediums, all conceal a desire for power over time, history, and in the last analysis, other human beings, as well as a wish to conciliate hidden powers. They contradict the honor, respect, and loving fear we go to God alone. Wow. So there you go. The church is telling you that there's no astrology right they basically just said just, all the fun shit is a sin and it's just a ploy for power while they're lording while they're the doing that us. yeah like while they're taking all the power wow what else unbelievable yeah. well, okay hold on a second so on the way over here to set up i was listening to the last episode from last night <laughs> so your statement your statement about heaven was just absolutely amazing you're like uh to tell you the truth i don't really want to go to heaven like if the Christians I know are up there, I would prefer not to spend time with them. Um, <laughs> I'll spend like, time with my sinners in hell. And, oh, yeah, that's what you said. I think I'll take my chances with Hades. At least those people know how to party. <laughs> I stand by that statement. Fair. It's just so fear-based, and it's so yeah. unnecessary because it's such an easy book to read when you know what you're looking for.
that's what is actually blowing my mind. Not so much just like the the actual content, but the every like Joe said, every time you come on, there's like this new aspect that makes the whole thing just kind of click into place. And that click is bananas. Like I haven't gone through and read anything using, I guess, to continue the metaphor, the cipher. But every time that this happens, I'm like, it's so easy. How mm-hmm. how is this not something that? Like, well, even if you think about like Jesus's you know, parables, it's a sin, but like Jesus's parables and stuff too. Like he he talks about a, a lot about like stocks of wheat. I'm just off the top fig of my head. Trees, I'm gonna have trees, to dust off the old Bible and check it out did again do, and break it the, apart. Um, did I did I do the Book of Matthew with you guys? Uh, I maybe a little bit, but the last one you did was the Book of Enoch. By the way, congratulations! Our highest listened to episode with you and Miguel Connor for sure. Like by really? far for yeah. our podcast, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for hooking us up. By the way, I'm doing another one with his. That's oh, great. Nice. I I invited him today, but he had some other shit going on. But we'll have you back on together again soon because that that was amazing to have both of you on. So, did I do the book of Matthew with you guys? I think you referenced a couple of verses, but I don't think you've actually broke down the whole book. Yeah, you've referenced right. it before. Matthew and Mark are my two. The two uh, books that I read the most in the New Testament. So I like the book of Matthew. Well, we have some time, so let's do that. Do it. Yeah. Let's see here. I'm going to share a screen. The fuck? Hold on. What just happened? Oh, here we go. You guys should be popping up soon. There you go. So let's. There we go. Man, you've got all kinds of shit up there. Yeah. Been doing work. PowerPoint son. master over here. I'm going to let you guys talk for a minute because I uh, okay. have to go pee. Okay. Oh, okay, do it. <laughs> go pee. All right, so don't talk too much shit because I can still hear you. <laughs> We're not going to talk bad shit. No, we'll, just take, <laughs> we'll do a... I can edit this out, so I'll just say... Yeah, We're just fine. taking a break. Yeah. And then we'll just pop back in and he'll be done peeing. Oh, yeah. there. No <laughs> deal. I'm not going to do that much work. That's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Did you ever uh, read the New Testament? Yeah, I've read the whole fucking Bible. Oh, that's sucks. That sounds offensive. I'm sorry. I've written. I read the whole. I've fucking read the Bible. whole fucking Bible. Thank you. <laughs> yep. The New Testament is such an. It's an easier read. It's just more interesting. It's just so less Jewy. I mean, no offense, but it's just not. They Jesus was a badass because he was like, you know what? All these Ten Commandment things. Just be nice to people. Just be cool, bro. And then they're like, oh yeah, fuck you. You're gonna be on this on this cross. Yeah, dude, it seems unfair. Original, he was like the original hippie. He's like, no, 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 no. But he was a badass make, too. He got all pissed about taxation and theft. And give it away. <laughs> yeah. He was He's like, like the dude, I'm gonna make water out of wine. He's like, taxation is theft. Fuck you. And he flips the tables over. Is that what he does? Yeah, I don't remember which book. Maybe yeah. he'll uh, talk about that. But <laughs> I don't right. remember what book it's in. But yeah, he goes into the. They call it the money changers. But it was like lenders and like tax people or whatever the fuck was back then and he went in there and flipped all their tables over oh. and was just like he he, he went in say with fuck what you they that call I know. a scourge otherwise known as like a, a, a short whip and uh jesus carried a whip because yeah he was a freak he man in, what he went in with a scourge uh because the uh money lenders and tax collectors uh were operating their businesses i believe on a holy day but also inside the temple which they should not have done and so 
he runs in there, overflips them, and yells at them and says, uh, my father's house is a house of prayer. Hmm. And uh, basically tells them off and tells them that they're you know, asshats. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. I didn't read the whole Bible or have it ingrained in my head. I just had little phrases here and there. Joe and I have actually memorized books. Oh, I know. I've heard you guys quote like when we've seen stuff he's like uh, some bible phrase will come up and he's like oh that's this and just says it and i'm like oh what the fuck i'm sorry that you know that where are you guys located again you're in cali right yeah Yeah. redding california we're like uh two hours south of the oregon border so we're not really close to anything cool in california well we are in shasta (laughs) county which is really cool because they hate masks but besides that we're like nine or ten hours away from la four hours from san francisco three okay yeah. We're in the mountains. Cool. Where are you again? Are you in New York? I'm in Long Island. Oh, yeah. That's cool. How is it mask-wise over there? Are they crazy still? All covid Nice. Looking horrible. Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to be like, no, they're done. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, not Florida. We're not Texas. We have oh. Cuomo. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Sorry. Oh. Lame. Oh, well, so, so Matthew, so Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. So the reason I decoded it for no other reason was that it was the first gospel. And by first gospel, I don't mean the earliest because the earliest was um, Luke. Was it Luke? No. I don't know. Mark. The first gospel. I was going to say, I thought it was Mark. Yeah. The first gospel was Mark, but the first in the Bible is Matthew. Right. Chronologically. Chronologically. Weren't those written like fucking 60 years after the fact anyway? Mark was. But there's an interesting... Well, let's just let's just go into this. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Do it. I have put up Zodiac wheels on the left so that... And I've highlighted circles so that you could see. You don't remember this at all, guys? No, I don't think oh. you've done... You this. haven't done any sort of presentation like this with us, yeah, with, the book, with Matthew at Matthew. all. No. Again, if you're listening on audio, highly recommend you go check out the video because it's yeah. all... If for you know, visual learners, this is awesome. Okay, Matthew 3, 2. Repent of your sins and turn to God for the kingdom of heaven is near. Each gospel begins at one of the four major points of the Zodiac and ends at one of them as well. The two solstices and the two equinox when connected form a cross. This is known as the cross of God's son. The kingdom of heaven is Leo, whose ruling planet is the sun. This is the only sign that the sun rules over. So the closest, the closest major, um, major point in the zodiac would be June twenty-first in Cancer, which I've highlighted right next to Leo. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the firmament between Cancer and Leo. It's the beginning of the kingdom. There's a saying in the Bible that says the firmament shows God's handiwork. The firmament is not a dome over a flat earth. Okay, the firmament is the dividing lines between zodiac signs. Some people call them cusps. Some people call them handover dates. Um, It really depends. Okay, now the next passage, Matthew 3, 4. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. Sick. What? Oh, I said gross. I said sick. (laughs) (laughs) But watch how this makes sense, though. If we take the most famous drawing of a man, Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian man, and superimpose him on the Zodiac, we can make sense of this. Cancer being the head is where he eats the wild honey. In Cancer, there's a star cluster called the Beehive Cluster. Bees produce honey. So the head is in Cancer. 
um, the beehive clusters in cancer. His mouth is in cancer. That's why he's eating the honey. Get it? Mm-hmm. It's a metaphor. Okay. A little lower on the body is the clothes made out of camel hair or camelopardalis, which is in Gemini. So right now you have the head and the upper body so far. Moving a little lower on the body, you would get his midsection, which is where you would wear a belt. Taurus represents the bull and the female is the cow, which is where you would get the leather for the leather. So we were in Cancer, then we were in Gemini, now we're in Taurus for the leather belt. Okay, regarding the belt, Orion's belt sits between Taurus and Gemini. Next would be the baptism. Now, how are we going to go from the beginning of Leo to a water sign to signify the baptism? You would go across the zodiac. Cross signs, as they are known, are signs of opposite location. For example, Aries and Libra are cross signs. Okay. Here we see how it makes a leap from one firmament to the other. The man with the water pitcher in Aquarius, which is where we are now, personified as John the Baptist with the water. This is where the baptism takes place. It's also important to note that John the Baptist and Jesus are always exactly six months apart. When you think about the fact that Jesus is born on December 25th and rises a degree a day, then that must mean that John the Baptist is born on June 24th and decreases a degree a day. This is why in John 3.30, John says, he must increase, but I must decrease. It's also why St. John's Day is exactly six months to the day of the birthday of Jesus. So the next story is the temptation of Jesus. Okay, so we're going back to the Cancer and Leo firmament. Remember, he's tempted for 40 days? Mm-hmm. Well, just count 40 days from July 24th from the firmament. It takes you to September 2nd. That's right in the heart of Virgo. Now watch what happens. What does the devil say? Matthew 4.3. If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Here we see the mention of the bread, which tells you that the sun is in Virgo. There's another section in the Bible where Jesus feeds the masses with two fish and five loaves of bread. Well, the two fish are the two fish Pisces. And the loaves of bread um, are Virgo. Those are opposing signs. Okay? The next passage. So we were in Virgo. The next sign over is Libra. You remember everything in Libra, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. Olive's wine. So... What does he say? The next passage is Jesus says, I did not come to abolish the law. And if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. There's the judging. There's the law. This takes place in the firmament of Virgo and Libra. When you are in the firmament, you can be used to talk on either side. It could be used to talk about bread or it could be used to talk about what's actually going on now, law and judgment. Libra, the scales of law, who judges the sun before its descent into fall or winter. Matthew 7, 9, 10. If your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Once again, this being the firmament between Virgo and Libra, it switches back to Virgo. Matthew 7, 15, 16. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep. And can you pick grapes from the thorn bushes? These are all parables from Jesus, by the way. But if you notice, the parables all connect with the zodiac sign and the code that I was telling you about. Yeah. Okay. Armless sheep, that's Aries, the ram, and the grapes are in Libra. Once again, those are opposing signs. Matthew 13, later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. The story now moves from Libra. You're just walking along the zodiac wheel until you get to the barrier between Aquarius and Pisces because he's metaphorically beside the lake and the two water signs, remember? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cross sign is the Leo Virgo firmament. As it's across from Virgo, the wheat stalk the grains. Isn't it ironic that the next parables are the wheat in the weeds, the mustard seed, and the yeast? You see how this works? Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Moving right along, next is the fishing net parable. So now we go back across from Leo Virgo to Aquarius Pisces. Then Gemini is the sign of two men, technically the twins. However, there's just a short mention of brothers in the next passage. 
<clears throat> he's just the carpenter's son, and we know Mary, his mother, and his brother James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, descends at the firmament in Gemini Cancer. I'm going to pause for a second, okay? Simon is given a name Peter, too, right? By Jesus? Right. You know why he's given the name Peter? Does it make sense that someone named Simon would be called Peter? No, it's kind of a stretch. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought that was, I just thought that might have been some Greek shit. You know how uh, Judas represents Scorpio because he's the betrayer? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, Simon was a fisherman. And the sign of the fish is Pisces. Do you know what the ruling planet of Pisces is? Uh, I should know this, but I don't. It's Jupiter or Jew Peter. Oh, wow. Peter was a Jew? Oh, I guess they all were, huh? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Okay. Because <laughs> the very next sign is the, so- is the story of the death of John the Baptist. So we were at the Gemini Cancer border. Now we're at the Sagittarius Capricorn border. This is December 21st. Okay. Matthew 14, 17, 32. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. We mentioned that already, right? Yeah. This is the cross of God's son. This is what it looks like when you connect the solstices and the equinox. Okay, we were just in Virgo and now next is Libra, which is law and wine, remember? What stories do we get now? What parables? The story of the temple tax, the unforgiving debtor, divorce and marriage, and the parable of the vineyard worker. You see how it all makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next to Scorpio, the betrayer. This is where G- Judas betrays Jesus with the kiss. And here's where Jesus is crucified. And that is the book of Matthew. Do you see how simple it is? Wow. wow. So I guess one of the, I guess another question I had, I forgot to ask you last time, but what's your opinion of the Gregorian calendar? Because a lot of this uh, the- astrology stuff is based on the Greg- Gregorian calendar and there's a lot of contention that that's not a correct calendar at all. I don't know enough to have an opinion either way, but I've seen other interpretations of like the Julian calendar. And, and actually, if you are using the sky as a sky clock, that the Gregorian is pretty off as far as like what age we're in. There's there's a debate whether we're actually in uh, Pisces still or if we've already switched to Aquarius. Yeah, or if a, you know. Way to tell it's a very easy way to tell. Well, it's not really easy, so to speak. But what you do is you go to the equator, okay, and you look at where the sun rises, okay? The sign behind the sun is the age we're in, and we are in Aquarius. When did that happen exactly? Because Crow777 talks, he's the one that debates that. The day the Mayan calendar. Really? Wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's nuts. The day the Mayan calendar ended. Yeah, that was yeah. Say, well, it resets. It didn't end. It resets. Movies and other things made about it. Oh, yeah. Because they thought it was the end of the world, but it wasn't the end of the world. It was the end of the age. The which, the what does it say? Cal- at the, the, at the calendar is super complex, it says, though. Uh, I'm with you always, even till the end of the age. So that means Jesus is gone now. As of 2012, he's out. <laughs> well, the that is... True, I guess, because he's the age of Pisces. If Jesus is represented by the age of Pisces, he is done. Like, But is he coming back? 
Yeah, in another what? Uh, how many ever thousand years till Pisces comes back again? No, 25,920. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah. If we're still around then, if we don't destroy ourselves. So do you know anything, <laughs> just to go off topic from your astrotheology, do you know anything about the Kali Yugas? Thing real quick, okay. Okay. The Mount, the Mount of Olives. Jesus led his disciples to the Mount of Olives after his last Passover so he could teach them a few things, a few more things, pray and then wait for Judas to betray. While walking to the Mount of Olives, he gave the parable of the true vine. Passover takes place in Aries. Where right after that, he walks to the Mount of Olives. Olives are in Libra, so that's the cross sign. So you walk across to Libra. They're in Libra waiting for the betrayal, which happens in Scorpio, which is the next sign over. While they are in Libra, he gives the parable of the true vine, vineyard, or wine press, which is all Libra. I mean, I, I, you could do this with yeah. any... You could do this with any... Uh, with anything, really. I need to go buy a Bible so that I can just have some fun and just flip to a random page oh, and just see. Oh, I yeah. Got you covered. I got two. Wow, really? <laughs> you need to read them more. <laughs> no, I no actually, it sounds fun to just kind of go through, flip to a random page, and then just decode it. Because I actually, I do know a lot about dumb astrology stuff. Like, I know what all the signs are. I know what most of the ruling planets are. The fixed and cardinal signs, I didn't really care too much about. But I know what they all mean, like the traits and all that. But when it's really like cool to normal translate astrology, it. and you're thinking, oh, "What sign are you?" And then they, you know, give you a general thing. Yeah. Have you ever done your natal chart? Yes. Micah, have you ever looked into that shit? The natal yeah, chart. Yeah, the natal chart's like really interesting. What your rising sign is. And, yeah, what yeah. sign the moon was in when you were born, and it's all those too things much are for my brain. supposedly important. But, but no, it's interesting to put it into the Bible because it's, it's something that no one would ever think of. Obviously, that's too opposing. Well, your ideas. next job should be to like uh, decode other old, you know, like the the emerald tablets or like any of the ink. ink la, la, that there's my one time per episode where I can't talk. Well, I've done the, that, I've done the, I've done the Enuma Elish, which we could do next time. I don't know if you guys have ever read it. I haven't. I don't, what is it? I thought you'd done some of that with us. It's the Babylonian version. Huh? Oh, I I just said I thought you had done. Elish. Yeah, maybe not. It's Maybe the, I've just heard you. Yeah, no, the Enuma Elish is the Babylonian creation story. It has nothing to do with the Bible, and it's also an encoded astrology book. Nice. Crazy. Oh, that would be great. That's yeah. crazy. I don't know anything hey, about I, that. Like, I have never even heard of that before, so. I know we're I know we're getting to the top of the hour, Micah. I was going to ask you a question. Um, when, just to kind of play a little bit of devil's advocate here on the side of, obviously, the way that Joe and I were raised and many other people out there is, uh, what's your take, then, or the purpose, I should say, of including books like Deuteronomy and Numbers, which are on the surface supposed to be, you know, the lineage and chron chronology of how you can trace back from Adam all the way up to Jesus. Um, well, have you ever heard of? Um, have you ever heard of the um, the Sumerian king list? No, I have not. The Sumerian Kings list is basically it's it basically like the Bible where it tells you somebody lived five hundred and thirty six years and then had okay. a son and then died. You know, it doesn't really okay. but their frequencies. Their harmonic frequencies is what they are. The Sumerian Kings list, when you add all the kings up, it gets four hundred and thirty two thousand. Four hundred and thirty two is the harmonic frequency. Okay, and that's the good to, one too, music. right? We used Wasn't to it our music. Right, yeah. is it 440 the bad one or the? Yeah, that's what we yeah. have now. 440. Yeah. Hmm. We need to go deeper into that too, because that's yeah. an interesting thing. Cymatics and the sound frequencies and all that shit. 
Totally. That's Maybe we can get into that with Crow, actually. With, like, the radio stuff that I was just studying, like, all the frequencies and everything, all the different bandwidths and, like, what they do. It's really cool. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, dude, thanks for joining us again. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, I, it's, this... Real quick, to everybody that's listening, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, yes, plugs. On Twitter, I'm Real Mr. Dank. On Facebook and Instagram, I'm Micah Dank. On Facebook, I have a group called Micah Dank Into the Rabbit Hole. Um, I have a six-book series about this kind of information, and um, which we're trying to turn into a TV series right now. My publicist. That'd be awesome. Hell, yeah. That's Your so new cool. book is coming out soon, right? Or is it out already? No, it's coming out in two days. Nice. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, two days. I know you guys want the rest of them when book six comes out. I'll still wait for that though. But, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was gonna say I want the uh, the other the other three signed. Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. We'll um. But yeah, no. This is good. And you should mention me to Crow, by the way, because I talked uh, to his uh, producer um, when I was on uh, Alex Stein's Conspiracy Castle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Friends with her, and uh, we were gonna try and work something out. So, if you ever talk nice. to him, just mention me. We do, we have him scheduled for next month, so I'll have to make a note to bring you up to him for sure. Um, he that's right up his crazy alley, so he yeah, would it. for sure. He would, all right, man. Uh, we will talk to you soon because uh, next time you come up with some weird other decoding of another book, let me know because that'll be the next show we do. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the, we'll do the Enuma Elish. It's a short I want to hear that, right. yeah. For Sounds sure. Good. I want to, I definitely want to learn more about that one. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Michael.